Welcome everyone to the Deviant Gentleman Podcast. My name's Shane Vitko, along with my co-host Tommy Vext. What's going on, What's buddy? up, my man? Hi. Today we are sitting down with Lieutenant Steve Heineman, uh, retired, retired lieutenant from the Santa Monica PD. How are you, sir? Very good, very good. 2012, long side. You know, Tommy's a good, 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 good friend of mine. For uh, for for a number of years and stuff too, so he asked me, and that's why I'm here. Man. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> so I, it's we, a rough we, life. I didn't want to go on air about that, but we can talk about that. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. They're that's, gonna beat me up yeah. after this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's no. gonna be. No, but no, they're not gonna I, film it though. No, you know what I mean? I'm, no, no, I'm no. a little worried here. I'm hey, the only hey, black hey, wait, guy, wait, and there's whoa, a cop whoa, and an ex-white supremacist. No, this cop would never let you get beat up. I'm not saying it's nothing. Just this is my guy, so I never let him get beat up. That's right. That's right. You're the. You're the. You're my. 911. I don't even call 911 <laughs> if something goes wrong. I call Steve. Yeah, um, true. But yeah, sensei. so there's a lot. So, okay, so, you know, uh, welcome everybody who is just tuning in for the first time. Uh, this is the Deviant Gentleman podcast. Uh, my brother Shane started this this year and I came on and joined and we're kind of, this is kind of episode one of the new era. Uh, it is, there is a lot going on. Uh, a lot of people who might be tuning into this uh, already previously follow the podcast. A lot of people follow me from my band Bad Wolves uh, from through social media. A lot of people know that I've been I've been getting censored. Uh, my posts and my live streams on Facebook and Instagram have been taken down. I've been uh, so a lot of my rants and stuff uh, have been canceled. So uh, we moved everything over to here, and um, yeah, we're gonna talk about solution. We're gonna talk about so. Uh, the civil unrest we're going to talk about racism we're going to talk about police brutality we're going to talk about the way the the right way to go about change we're going to talk about uh we're going to have non-censorship and we're going to talk about uh you know kindness and the effect of you know what is capable of the human heart when we open our minds and open our hearts and we embrace each other as equals uh and and try to you know forge solutions i think that's what i think everybody in the world right now is hurting because we want solutions to the problems there are economic issues there are race relation issues there are uh there's a lot of problems going on so uh thank you guys steve thanks for coming on i'm going to give You're steve not. a little bit of a rollout so steve you know was uh, started out as a police officer in, in uh 81 89 89 okay 89, 89 i'm not that old man listen, Come I on, don't man. listen man listen okay i'm not listen this is my first Damn. time i'm usually singing on stage um and you started out as the in, in the hlp which is the no, I started on patrol here. You on want patrol. me to do this? Yeah, let you me, do let it. Let me help you out, <laughs> brother. Help me, help Dude, me. Dude, I'll help you out. I educate the younger you, generation. All right. Uh, no, I started out in 89 on and, and, and patrol. I was 29 years old when I started um, and uh, was hired by the Santa Monica Police Department. I was living in Santa Monica at the time. I'm a native New Yorker. That's one of the, honestly, the, uh, 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 the reasons why Tommy and I kind of really, really, really get along so mm -hmm. well is is I'm not saying we travel in the same circles or whatever back in you know back east, but, but we understand the same issues and, and and things like that, and I always respect them for that. So, um, but uh, then you know I I had come out here as an actor, you know, uh, hey, hey, that's an original story, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I was getting married. I fell in, found my met my wife in the industry. You know, she had a daughter. Found love, and I wanted to, you know, while I loved acting stuff, and you know, it just I, I needed, 
you know, as a guy, I mean, me or whatever with my upbringing and the influence on me, you know, I need to be a responsible dad. That's what I thought. And uh, so I need a responsible job or a regular job. And, you know, I love the, you know, cops. I mean, I, it's not that I grew up. I mean, I grew up in West Village in, in, in New York City. And, uh, you know, we're talking during the 70s. I mean, New York City was was a pretty happening place and stuff. And I loved it. I loved it as a kid and stuff. But, you know, I didn't know some of the dangers and stuff. So old I New put York. my stuff. Old yeah, New York was very school. different than New New, new, new York. Yeah. Holy East Village. Holy East Village was a shooting gallery. Mm-hmm. The ABC. And, and you went to college. You didn't You didn't intend on being a police officer. No, no, no. Yeah. And then, you know, I wasn't, you know, I... Look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I grew up in privilege. I went to Dalton School. Well, I went to public school. My mom's a social worker. She's my idol. I love that lady to death, you know, and she's passed and stuff. But I, I try to live in her honor, you know, every day. I really do and, and, and with my family uh, and stuff because she was a, a special person, the first person to put herself through through college. I mean, she's a white uh, German lady from a German family, trucking family in, 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 in Pittsburgh. And stuff, but uh, and so you know, she 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 was a social worker, and so yeah. her, that must have imprinted you. Obviously, growing up, um, just the fact that she dedicated her life to the service of other people. Um, oh my God, she she demystified stuff for me. Like she used to, on the way to public school, she she was the reason we went to public school. My I've uh, older brother and sister um, uh, until the uh, fifth grade because she wanted us to interact with all kids, mm-hmm. you know, all from all environments and stuff. PS forty one. A shout out to that man, love it. Um, and uh, I was, you know, I was PS one fifty two. You know, the, the, as I say, you know, some people. What about Red Sox fans? You know, dude, we already talked about that off the air. You know, and it's not good to bring that on the air because you might, already went to I jail have, once. I might have to get physical. No, no, no. Well, but it's cool. You know, lines actually, of people. no. The truth is, I love Red Sox fans because I'm not a Yankee fan. In New oh, York, really? oh yeah, I'm a Met and Jet, so baby. A oh, okay. Met and Jet. Oh, we got yeah. all kinds of beef going yeah. on here. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. My family is New York and Giants. Yeah. Um, so, but so I'll, I'll, I'll we're gonna all quick, fist fight yeah. after this. It's gonna be right. great. Right. <laughs> I'll wrap this shit up. You know, um, well, sorry. But, well, what yeah. I wanted to what I wanted to to, to kind of put together is, um, you know, the influence of your mom yeah. and her and her like her service work as a social yeah. worker and how you embody that as a police officer and how that carried through your, your, you had a, a, an extremely successful career. I mean, you know, yeah. you went from, you, you know, you, you worked the patrol, you did the LP, the HLP, which is the homeless the liaison homeless liaison patrol. patrol. Um, you worked with the vice, which uh, under, well, well, undercover. I went, I, here, you know, homeless liaison patrol. Then, um, from that, I, I went to vice and narcotics. That's something I always uh, aspired to do, but I thought it would take me, you know, when I first entered the force, like 10, 15 years, I had a real uh, visionary uh, chief that came in uh, a year after the, I entered the Santa Monica Police Force. I'd like to give a shout out to him. He's the current mayor of, uh, of Inglewood, um, James T. Butts, and a young, young African-American man. I think he was like 37, 39 when he came in. Uh, you know, he really he brought in new ideas and everything in the department, and he gave a lot of opportunity. You know, and he gave opportunity... Across the board, it didn't matter race, creed, color, whatever, any of that stuff, man. He was about getting the job done, and, and, mm-hmm. and he, he was a visionary. And, and it gave me, you know, I, I thought vice and narcotics, which is what I really aspired to be. And when I entered the department, I thought, you know, I couldn't even apply for something like that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think Until, most cops, that's their goal is to be? Uh, I don't know about that. No, you know, you know not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, yes, in my era when I started, yeah. You know, not so much anymore. There's so many avenues i mean you know and and this is some strange things like with rodney king 
okay, and, and OJ. Now, we all know, like, the, the negative or whatever things we perceive, but it really, both of those things did a whirl of uh, uh, an incredible amount of support to law enforcement, the advancement. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I can talk about this. I mean, it's not that, you know, we can get into that if you wanted to, but why and accountability for, for law enforcement officers, mm-hmm. uh, also, uh, ev- you know, how we, how we present a case, how we, how, you know, just so many things uh, changed, you know, during, as a result of that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, getting back to what's going on right now, you know, a little bit is, you know, I mean, this is so hard, hard to, to see because uh, obviously, I, you know, I love the profession that I did. I was given great opportunities. I, I worked with some of the greatest people I've, you know, honestly um, exceeded my expectations. You know, the, the, the people that I, I, I had the opportunity of working with. Uh, and and that, that's another thing that is important to, yeah. to that I've been talking about is because I'm so um, I have family who are in law enforcement. Yeah. I have, you know, I've, I've obviously you've introduced me. I've done service work with the vice squad, yeah. Santa Monica PD, bringing, you know, anti-drug and alcohol presentations to the kids in the schools. Yeah. Um, and it and it hits different. It hits different. It's it's it's, you know, the 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 vice officers have their, you know, their pitch to the kids. And then when I go up there and I tell them about my experience as right. a recovered drug addict right. and the story of what happened with my brother and I who were twins and we went yeah. two different directions where, you know, I we were, you know, kind of in gang mentalities and drug dealers and all that bullshit. I got out of it. I got sober. I became a rock star. My brother's still in jail, right. you know, and, and um, you know, it's important. Uh, you know, I have a... Wait, wait, wait. wait. I just want to... Yeah, yeah. you're a rock star. I am a rock star. But I, I'm still prettier than you. Four million records. All right, I'm still better looking. Though. No, I know. Well, okay, we, all right, listen, all right. it's not about the outsides. It's about the insides. <laughs> right, you know right, what I mean? There you go. Okay. Listen. I just wanted to bring you down a peg. Yeah, yeah, rock yeah. star. Because you know what? Every, well, every cop bad. wants to be a rock star. Everybody a, wants to be a rock star. Well, that, that's the thing that I always tell people. I'm like, everyone, every human being has an opportunity to be a hero to somebody yes. else. We don't realize that Ooh. our it's like our relationships, our friends, like... You know, my a teacher in school that uh, that affected me, that put ideas yes. in my head, that allowed me to believe I could be yes. whoever I wanted to. Sometimes it doesn't come from our parents. Sometimes no. it doesn't come from our, our peers or our brothers and sisters. So everyone has the opportunity to be a hero to somebody else, and there are law enforcement agents like yourself, right. officers that have been that to me. Yeah. And so I have a real issue as an African American man with the media creating a new breed of racism against right. blue and right. it's not okay right because and and there are and we can't not say that there isn't an issue right like it's obvious right. it's well documented you know and you know personally uh you know i have i have been uh i have been beaten up by the cops as a kid i was a little shithead i know you know and so yeah i want to beat you up right now well, we, no, no, listen. I'm, no, I don't mean to. No, you know what? That wasn't fair. Gonna, Actually, I need to apologize. Need to apologize because you're being serious. Yeah, you know, I am. This is a serious thing. But we break and balls. I, was like, I know. I love you thing. so much. The but, humor. You know, this is not the. T- you know, other people are here. A lot listen, of. A lot sorry, of, I was going to say he probably deserved the. Well, that's a, yeah. I know. Well, listen, you know, but that's the thing. It's like we ha- like inserting humor. I mean, that's something that Shane yeah. is like in, in a, a, a comedian. Yeah. And like you're being really quiet because it's like very serious, yeah. but he's got 47 jokes that he hasn't told <laughs> that. Now I can just see his face. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> so don't hold back. Nah. Um, but yeah, this is the thing that we're, this is the thing that's going on right now. And, you know, I'm curious as to, you know, your one of your jobs was you were in charge of hiring yeah. new police officers. Yep. And I believe- Five years. Yeah, and, and and I believe that there is an issue with 
you know, I think you can attest to the hiring process and the kind yeah. of psychological profiles that, you know, these these cops who are who are not they're dishonoring their badge by an over uh, an overuse of power, uh, right. an overuse of violence and aggression. No, um, what we what we saw there, I don't. You know, honestly, I you know, I've listened. You know, for the last three four days, people trying to qualify what what they saw mm -hmm. because you know, I mean, we're humans, you know, and so we you know we try to justify what we're seeing, not justify, but you know, just make some sense of it. And and I'll tell you, you know, I spent twenty three years. Uh, pretty much on the street. I mean, I had some deals like, you know, where, where it was internal, but um, stuff, but there's, there's just, you know, I still, I don't want to look at it again. I've seen mm -hmm. it because I can't, I want to make sense of it it's hard and working. I can't, but I'm someone who's been there because, you know, I, honestly, I don't want to go to this drastic, but, but, you know, our job and, and stuff and, and, you know, there's no shame in, in saying I'm not up to this. You know, and stuff. But, uh, you know, our job is we are peace officers. This is the thing that I, you know, we're peace officers, first of all. That's the, that's the thing we're, 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 we're you know, uh, employed. We, we are swear an oath to. We're educated to, to become in the academy and stuff, peace officers. I mean, there are some things that are, yes, you know, tactical, military, because obviously sometimes, you know, you, you know, you have to maintain the peace. And what does that mean? It's situational, yeah. um, but uh, that I there's I can't you know I'm, I can't and I'm a, I'm a educated guy and everything else and I I lived you know a life on the street a lot of it all on the street I stayed on the street you know I promoted a lieutenant just right at the end of my career but because that's what I loved mm -hmm. and I love the guys that work the street the guys the girls the civilians you know stuff and Steve the, let me ask you yeah. a question how often do uh, like, you know, like in the military, they have a PT yeah. test or whatnot. Yes. So how often do uh, policemen have to either do, you know, running, right. whatever it is for a physical right. thing, as well as weapons training? Right. Okay. Great question. You know, and this is the thing. Um, weapons training, we do continually. Or at least I, I, I like, well, let me clarify. I can only speak for the Santa, my experience with mm -hmm. the Santa Monica Police Department. But uh, I have a pretty broad knowledge of other, you know, stuff. And they, we have we have qualifications you have to maintain um, to be able to to uh, carry a firearm, right. um, otherwise, if you can't, and this is just in firing accuracy, mm -hmm. and this is under the uh, not even extreme circumstances, you know, you will be you will be put on a desk mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. There's a minimum. You're right. Okay. Can you hit the target? Well, hit the target. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's start there, right? um, and then. But uh, so that's that is always ongoing, and that has improved, and, and that's what I'm saying. Going back to Rodney King, um, that Rodney King, what Rodney King did, in my opinion, because I started in '89, so mm -hmm. I, I mean, um, it did so much for training, for mm -hmm. internal training, for requirements for training. I mean, uh, federally, but 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 beyond federally, just just the departments themselves, and and amongst them, training um, to do that, it, it, it intensified it in a good way. Um, and so it, it, it's such a um, complex issue in mm -hmm. a way because uh, that training, training is everything. And, I, and I'll tell you one of the things that, that I was in personnel and training. I was in charge of, of the division as a sergeant, um, had a great team working for me, um, uh, diverse. And at the time, it was Santa Monica at that time needed uh, more female mm -hmm. uh, officers. We need to be... 
one of the most important things to me is, is a police department has to be, has to be racially representative of its community. And communities right. yeah. change. Mm -hmm. I mean, communities change. Do you know what I mean? In demographics, with gentrification, that's a whole... And do you mean equally about. across the board in the department, or you mean yes. like Beverly Hills should be pr primarily a white department? Or you mean... Uh, I see what you're saying and it, stuff like that. You know, that's the hard thing. Or, no, Be Beverly Hills... And Compton should have an all-black, or should it be... No, no. ...as equal Latino, white, black, so that it's it all... It can't be whatever... What, to me, whatever you're, 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 uh, you can't underrepresent a community mm -hmm. in your community. Right. So or, more or, white or, cops yeah. than black in Compton is, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. But, but, and but I, you have to respect the demographic I of think, your community. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you, you know, something we had a conversation yeah. about um, previously was that, you know, it's important to have police officers who live in the communities oh. that they patrol, and wow. how, how, how important is that? For the other departments and the other precincts to take Dude, seriously, is that Dude, not how it Dude, works here? That's no. no, it's not at all, and it's economic. And I'll tell you, that's everything. And I'll tell you why. I can tell you that for okay. this individual sitting here in this seat, that's mm -hmm. everything, because I grew up, you know, in the West Village, and the police officers there. There was, uh, I think, the sixth precinct, if I'm remembering correctly, on that. You know, we played stickball on the street. It was a lot, obviously a lot of different time. You know, yeah, what yeah. I mean, there were only what twelve channels on the. You know, I'm an old school guy. Cobblestone okay? roads. Yeah, we still. No, actually, Bank Street was still, man. He's that's a Boston guy, man. This love this guy. Yeah, old I mean, school. Soho is still but, old cobblestone uh, too. Yeah, no, so Soho was. Yeah, I lived mm -hmm. in Soho too, man. I so, I went to Soho when Soho was vacant yeah, it was at the time yeah. before it was like you know the art oh, and booming, everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's but it was that was uh you know that's an example of somewhat gentrification in a way yeah. although that's not really appropriate there because that was mostly textile or industry that yeah, kind of yeah. moved out of there you know kind of like that stuff at the time but um so I mean, what so what you're so sorry. yeah no to what you were saying yeah, yeah we'll get a little all over but to what you're I saying love like you this way. i, I, I grew forever. up yeah like i like i grew up it, where i grew up I, we were in the 63rd precinct yeah. we knew the cops well this the yeah, cops i'm sorry knew thank our you. parents and they they kick our asses and take us home if we were Dude, bad that was it my yeah. mom you know but they they knew I us come home sometimes from school my mom i, I literally mom there's a cop sitting a uniform cop yeah sitting having a cigarette and a cup of coffee with my mom. My mom was like the mayor, you know. Yeah. Like I said, she she was just this type of lady, yeah. Um, and stuff, and and uh, you know, and but the cops. I mean, I, we were playing stickball, uh, at, you know, Leroy Street Park. Uh, my boy Don Warren, you know, and, and I, and they would come. They play with us. Mm. They'd be walking. They were on footbeat. They were signed to that area for a long time. My yeah. mailman was my mailman forever. Right. People were so familiar, mm -hmm. and and. What's happening? This is one of the things, you know, that. But isn't that something that they. Why wouldn't they take what kind of works on the East Coast? And right. Because, like, where I. Well, I, I remember in Boston, like, I grew up in a suburb right. outside of the city. And I believe, I'm not 100%, but I believe when I was a kid, you could live in the suburbs and right. be a Boston cop. But right. what happened was. They were taking patrol cars home, doing all this stuff, and they were and, and because things were happening with guys that weren't from the city, city right. kids were like, "Fuck you." So then it became unless you had a Boston address, you couldn't be a Boston or police. Oh really? Uh, I don't. I don't. Police or fire oh, uh, in the wow. city of Boston. Oh, okay. So you have wow. to have an address of where you want to be an officer. 
Oh, and that's, that's how it is now. So a lot wait, of guys. Wait, wait, wait. How is it now in Boston? Yeah, like you really? can't be a Boston police officer unless you have a Boston address. So what some guys oh, will I do see what you're saying. Okay. is my mom lives in Boston. I'll use her address, right. I think. Oh, I but for the most that. part, because what that does is now, yeah, am I, am I, am wait, I I'm, pissed I'm, off that I'm getting arrested by Joe that I went to third grade with? No, no. Yeah, but at least I'm pissed off at Joe wait, that's known me my whole life. I'm going to go even further than you. If, you know, Boston address, you... you what would really, you know, work and work back when I was a kid, like all these guys that influenced me, is that their address was my address. It was mm. the same neighborhood. Right. It wasn't just yeah. a Boston address. Like New York City is a big place. Mm. It was Greenwich Village. They lived, you know, these guys lived because they could afford it too. This is a big thing. This mm. is about economics. And this, and I'll, I'll speak strictly to Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I came to Santa Monica as a kid, as an actor, was whatever, before I was a cop, you know, I, I, I subled a, a rent control place from an actress friend of mine who was getting married to a guy in, in, in New York. You know, mm -hmm. so I could afford it. Yeah, yeah. Right? I could afford to live there. Yeah, and this the, is in the, Santa the Monica. Rent, Santa Monica now, I just moved you out, yeah. out of a one-bedroom apartment with my ex-girlfriend when we broke up. It was $4,200 a month for Crazy. a cramped one-bedroom. Crazy. And there were homeless people living at the front door Crazy. and the back door. Right. And, <laughs> like, but I'm, stuck, I'm, I'm saying, so nobody but with can the PD. But nobody can afford that in a, on a policeman's salary. But you know what? But this is the thing that scares me the most. Is Santa Monica pays great. Mm -hmm. Santa Monica is probably one of the higher-paying agencies and, and, and arguably better places to work. You know, and out in my experience in training, everything is. And it's still not affordable. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have a family, maybe if you're a single person, yeah, yeah. you know, because of the rent control. Yeah. So I would, you know, I don't know how this, I don't, I'm not a, 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 a economic guy or whatever, but if you just, you know, especially when officers are starting their career, mm -hmm. more than anything, starting their career, that they could live in the thing. They'd almost not be a requirement. You well, couldn't do uh, that, but well, subsidize it. So well, let's move, let's let's yeah. move out of that. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think it's more realistic because you know you're seeing we don't really have you know we, we don't have these kind of issues in Santa Monica, Venice, right. really anymore. Well, right? hope, hopefully not. I understand there's a rally there today, and hopefully it will be like the rally that it should be, peaceful and and people expressing their opinion. Well, we could talk about we could talk about all that too. I to 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 the point. I think it is important for for you know African American communities. Yeah. To have their neighbors who are police officers in their own community yes. because you need to know each other. Exactly. And that's a model that's not being upheld. Um, I want to talk about profiling because this sure. is important because, you know, sure. uh, Shane and I know uh, we're not uh, shy of running into no. the law uh, over yeah, the hey, years. Hey, guys, I know you and I'm scared of you just by looking at you. Okay, so well, yes. Okay. Well, there's a there's a there's a difference there's a different kind of 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 uh there's a different kind of racism. Yes. You know, and it's like you've seen like the woman like the Karen woman in the park uh last week where she was walking oh her dog God, off the yeah, leash and yeah, she she yeah. called the police and said a black man is attacking me. She identified the situation. Right. And this woman probably voted for Hillary Clinton and all this other shit. And these, right. and this is a this is a new kind of racism. So these are the same people. If it's you new, ask them, you know, they know the script. The right. liberal, the far left, know the script, but they're they're utilizing. You know to me, it's like I mean, I don't mean I mean I I do mean it, you know, because it's 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 a kind of it's a new kind of fearism. Of course, more to me, you know, than where it's like 
because from what I'm understanding, but I don't know much about that particular lady, mm-hmm. you know, or something, you know, she, she, like some people have come up in, in support of like who she is as a person or whatever, but it's just like, you know, that fear that, and, and, and we got to be honest about social media and yeah. everything else, all these mediums that are so new. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we're talking in the, you know, I can remember, I was so excited when I, when I joined, uh, when I was promoted to Vice Narcotics mm-hmm. and they gave me a beeper. I yeah, thought yeah. I was king of the world, dude. Yeah, well, I was like, times man, are, I got a beeper. Times are different. And the but thing that's, that's important right. to address, the, the, this is one of the things that is getting, that I want to address that's getting overlooked is the way that, um, you know, how, you know, first of all, the the media's portrayal of law enforcement is enabling people who right. are, in fact, truly racist to weaponize law enforcement right, right. against the African-American community, right. but then go ahead and pretend through their social right. media and like there's a lot of these people and I went through this in a relationship. I I went I got went through a breakup and I was accused of of abusing my ex-girlfriend right. when I, when she found out I was dating someone new after she had been abusing alcohol, Xanax, steroids and been physically violent with me. And I had to go and get a lawyer and a private investigator and a dozen witnesses to testify against the allegation she was trying to bring against right. me. No, I, and I, she attempted, she she even called the police and told them that I had I was uh, attempting to commit suicide at my previous apartment and I had to move out. And because of my height, my color, and my size... They sent nine police officers, nine police officers to on a on well, a on a check. Well, no, no, you know, okay, I can't like because that's like specifics. I have to see the calling and stuff yeah. too. But but there is some something where where I do support in this case. You know, based upon the call that comes in and the mm-hmm. way it comes in, you know, uh, that determines the exigence of how we respond. Of course, and also about the availability of officers now. I'll say in Santa Monica, one of the things that, that was very, uh, I really appreciated uh, and this, didn't realize until, you know, I experienced as a Santa Monica police officer, is we had a good coverage of the area. Like I said, yeah. they paid, they, the, the city government, the citizens of Santa Monica, you know, they really supported. So there was a good coverage. People can get there and stuff. But, but is it is it man. standard practice to send nine police officers on a wellness check? No, 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 no. Well, wellness, I, again, I can't. I want to be careful to say because, you know, I need to see the actual call to know what type of wellness check or what uh, mm-hmm. existed at that location. Because understand this, when someone gives us a wellness check at a location, right, mm-hmm. you know, um, the responsible thing to do for dispatch and for the uh, and they provide information to the officer dispatches the the people at the station, uh-huh. you know, is to check the location, see mm-hmm. what prior calls went up there, uh-huh. see if their guns, you know, there's a whole litany of information that you're yeah, not, the public's not privy to that, that, that can influence an officer's mind and how to, and, and so the, and, and the, so the, well, wait, so hold on. And the, and the, is, and the level of response yeah. and, and it's, and it's for safety. It's yeah. not for, it's not for aggressive attitude. It's to degress. That's but at I the think outset. the problem with that is like, so if, a, if, if there's a call that comes in tattooed black male, yeah. nine are coming. Call comes in. No, 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 no. Not happening. Mm. No, no. It never it doesn't come like that. I, Sean well, doesn't, doesn't. well, well. I mean, we had, we had, exp- we saw. Well, basically, the this thing is this: black. if if I'm yelling at a Starbucks, yeah. and a white woman is yelling at Starbucks, yeah. 
maybe only four are coming, but for that lady, two officers are going to walk inside and say, ma'am, you need to come outside. If it's me, there's a good chance yeah. already hands yes. are on the taser because of how I look. She could be well, the more threatening. So, but wait, so but wait, we, wait, 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 hold on. Okay. What I want to do is talk about, we, yeah. we, this is this, this, this is our experience. Yeah, and no, what no, we I need know. to do is, this is what I think the solution is, right. is when, when officers are responding People like us who fit the profile, whether it's because we're black or just male, because we are of a certain athletic right. and physical stature, we need to educate the public on on the proper protocols to respond to law yes. enforcement to avoid right. Right. conflict. Right. So I, let's I talk did, about that. And, 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 okay, with all due respect, we're talking, you know, you're looking at it and people can't see me or maybe they can't. Can yeah, they, they see can. me? Oh, yeah. they can't? Okay. Yeah. Just, your, like uh, I say, just your feet. That's oh, yeah. Feet. Oh, so you're too handsome. They didn't see me like, like okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but uh, the truth is, look, I even talked to my, my you know, I'm, I grew up, like I say, I mean, you know, I grew up affluent. There's no way to to say it, regardless of what, what principles my, my, my parents taught me or my mom, you know, my dad their situation and stuff. So what you know, do we do? Well, wait, this is what I'm saying. But my parents, mm -hmm. my parents talk to me about law enforcement. My parents. Now, mm -hmm. my parents were part of the independent Democrats. And, you know, when Ed Koch was a member of them, Bell Abs yeah, 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 and I stuff, remember. they were very politically active, you know, yeah. and stuff too. But because of that, so they were like, they, but me, I'm like, think, you know, I remember when they talk, I'm like, why are they talking about what? Why am I ever going to deal with the cop? You know, like in that manner, but because they knew of the just the interaction itself, just to de-escalate it. So, so if you, that is so important what you're talking about. Just because ego comes into this, and and you know, and past experiences and everything when you're yeah. approached. I'm scared. I, I, okay, yeah, not course. scared. That's not the right well, term. But I vigilant. am always. I am always. I'm a civilian now. I've been a civilian since 2012. Mm. Okay, um, even in Santa Monica, half the force is is different you know, mm -hmm. in the last eight years or, you know, um, I am always aware when I see a police officer or a police car behind me and I'm not saying I'm scared. No, I'm not. I wouldn't go there, but I, I definitely stop at the, you know, I do, yeah, I change yeah. my yeah, behavior yeah. And, right. and I'm not, you know, so I can yeah. only imagine, you know, Tom, I mean, come so on, some, man. Look so at, some know, of the things that yeah. I've been taught to yeah. do uh, is like, if I get pulled over, yeah. well, I don't keep my wallet on me. Okay. My wallet is in the center console, okay. and if if I get pulled over, which I've gotten pulled over, right. I've gotten pulled over for uh, you know uh, DUI checks, sure. which is hilarious because like I'm like yeah, open mm -hmm. my glove box and it's like my sobriety book, and they're <laughs> like ah, get out of here. Uh, but I keep my wallet with my ID in my center console, so I don't have to reach for anything. As right. soon as I get pulled over, I put it on the dashboard. If you have tinted windows. Put all your windows good, down. Good, very good. Point always put all, always yeah. put all your windows down. Always put your hands on the wheel. You know, this turn the car off. Want, turn the music off. Right. Based upon my experience and stuff, and being being on, like I say, on the street for long, mo the majority of my career mm -hmm. and this stuff, my advice would be, and this would be to anybody. This doesn't know race, but obviously more so for people who might feel like you know, like uh, scared for a good reason or whatever. Course, yeah. Passage, you know, is this is, you know, pull over at the, the, you know, the earliest convenience in a way without, uh, where it's most you know, safe, yeah. yeah, where, where you're not, you're, your safety, whatever, you know, so no one, um, and then just wait, don't get out of the car, you know, put you like a very good thing, but just because your calm. hands, if your hands are on the wheel, it's visible. Remember the officer. And, and this is, 
it, it I seemed, would also say too, like I'm if they ask and you have it, like I'm gonna get my. Oh no, never, never make a move. No, yeah. no, no. This is telling them saying. that I'm getting. If no, they say, that's what Let I'm me saying. see your license. You're right. Ask. Just tell them, like, if you if you put where if you don't have it on your person, yeah, don't yeah. stop fidgeting. Don't around. just just if they just wait for them. They're going to come. Obviously, you're yeah, stopped. Course, yeah, yeah. They're going to come approach you. That's the fact. Mm-hmm. You're stopped. So just wait. Put your hands on the wheel, and it is. It's a, I don't know if humiliating is the right word, but it's it's an uncomfortable experience. It yeah. is for me, and yeah. I've been stopped. It's ha- I've been it stopped by me PD. All I've I've toured right. in a van and an RV where I yeah. was driving all across the country. I've been stopped in plenty of states yeah. just because I fit the description. Yeah, you know, and and it's something that, you know, I don't have outrage about. Um, no, but if you get that, it, because I don't like. I, like I have di- there's different levels of things that affect me like in in a situation like I grew up if I am in the if I'm in the wrong neighborhood and I'm in somebody okay. else's neighborhood right. in a gang neighborhood yeah. like when I when I first moved to LA I moved to East East LA that's where right. I was I moved and there was MS13 all over the place right, right. and I went to the laundromat and like that's there was somebody well, here somebody's somebody's chick okay. was like talk to me and yeah. then there was a problem oh, yeah. well here's a great great well, example but so, actually yeah, so sorry, i yeah. had so i had to deal with those men right, right. in a way of hey just so you guys know i'm not in a gang i'm a musician i'm here i'm like i don't know nobody i don't want you know and I, this is your block right i respect it if you want right. me to leave i'll leave right you know i'm not and and that's and that's everywhere where no matter what neighborhood right and i've dated girls in like the projects and east new york like oh, you know no, and no, in, totally in new york legit, you have man. to learn to communicate with other men and that's Dude, and like what, 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 you want to talk about profiling? and they're completely different but it's, profiling on the on the other level mm-hmm. i when i first came to to la and the lakers played at the forum mm-hmm. you know and stuff and i i went i was going down there and I didn't know, I, I, this is when we had Thomas guys. We didn't have any of the mm-hmm. electronics. So I'm like looking, I'm lost. And, you know, I was stopped by an, an Inglewood officer, right? And said, hey, what do you, you know, he came up to me and he said, what are you doing here? Okay. And I, I said, oh, I'm, I'm going to Laker game. I don't, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and he said, oh, you don't want to be in this neighborhood. Yeah. Now he stopped me because I was a white guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the truth is he didn't tell me this, but it's either because he thought I was there to buy drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or he was concerned. Because that's what he, you know, was for my safety right. that I was in the wrong place. And sometimes people don't know, you know, you know that. I mean, there are yeah. areas you don't want to be. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, what we see going on now when you got rioting or whatever, if you come down there to observe, you have to understand that's your right. Yeah, but you're putting, putting yourself, yourself in, in danger. Yeah. Well, that's another, the, one of the things that really, uh, I mean, you know, we, there's, there is one. So what, a thing that I want to address is what's really bothering me yeah. is there is a massive Hollywood push yeah. that all people of celebrity are not allowed to condemn the rioting. I formally, publicly condemn any rioting yeah. associated with any movement that is trying to create and forge change for the African-American community. Yeah. I'm an African-American man. I do not support... Uh, I don't support police brutality. Right. I don't support police homicide. I do, do I. Yeah, and I right. don't support judicial negligence. No. But I don't support rioting. I don't support looting, and I don't support um, uh, public destruction of property and violence. Right. And what's happening is, you know, if you online, as I continue to investigate all this stuff, you're finding that there are people who are who are showing up to these protests yes. who don't care 
about the movement. Right. They're not there for for Black Lives they're, Matter. They're, they're delaying they're, the movement exactly. because of their behavior. Yeah. They're well, delaying it's a, it's a the reason movement. to be a delinquent. Yeah. Right. right. And this, they're they're these which people, I was when I was yeah. a teenager. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest windows, about it. I'll, you know. But it's people of all colors. There are right. videos of, of oh, guys no. dressed in all military black who are breaking windows so they could go loot. Right. Or they can escalate the situation. There are, you know, there's a lot of strange things going on and th there's a lot of political charge behind Absolutely. this. Absolutely. And people are not talking about the economic fallout of right. COVID-19. They're not talking about the extended lockdown order that was unnecessary. They're not talking about the way the new right. the news the, the mainstream media should be charged with terrorism for the way that they terrorize the American public with, with their fear. New, with fear. And that fear was so bad that even after the, the virus has been deemed only 0.26% of the population would be that it was lethal, which is less than influenza. People are so terrified by the news that even the CDC's guidelines that have changed now don't want to go back to, to society and don't right. want to go back to work. And right. we also have to talk about the other issues that there have been riots all over the country since last Tuesday, and the hospitals are not filled with COVID-19 patients. And it's all very peculiar. The news is not reporting on this anymore. So it's like they're going from one catastrophe to another. Yeah. And I'm wondering how complicit they are within creating these reactions and who is benefiting from well, it. You and know, the I, thing I is, think, too, with the fear is that's trickling into the public as well as police offices. Yeah. So now that's why I asked you about the training and stuff, because yeah. like we talked about, if if if. Being a police officer paid higher and had more qualifications, would that make a difference? Now, when I was in, I can tell from from my experience of being in Bosnia and having to check vehicles for bombs right. and our rules of engagement. Right. And like it was literally, you know, your finger stays like this until like, let's say there's a kid with a Molotov cocktail. If he's just holding it. Oh, well, until he is literally at mm. this phase is when you can fire a shot at him. You right. know what I mean? Until Dan and I feel like a lot of these things are happening. If I'm a if even right now I'm a police officer and I get a call to Watts and there's a situation, I have I am going there already with holy shit, if I'm not properly trained for this. And I think that's what ends up happening is holy shit and then goes for a cell phone or does something where there's so much going on and you know these kids are out there with water guns shooting at the cops stuff i mean you're putting me what i have as a job if i'm checking your car in bosnia for a bomb and you're doing some wild shit in the car or whatever you're making me uneasy so right. i think it's the duty of both sides of them being trained well enough to not operate out of a place of fear and me realizing who this is, it's a peace officer. This is somebody that is, well, you know, the, has a job there, to do. There is an interesting component the, of consequence. And I think that the African-American community is mostly outraged by the lack of consequences right. for officers right. that do not uphold the rules and regulations of being a peace officer. Right. And so here's, you know, that's what the, do you okay. think about that? All right. That's a, that's a, that's a great and ultimate question because I think that's where we're here right now. With uh, mm. obviously that that one gentleman, you know, was uh, or gentleman. I'm sorry, I, I refer to everyone sure. as a gentleman. Yeah. You know, um, that guy, uh, the one human being. No, I wouldn't even. Whatever. I, you know, there's no way. See that I got to be careful Are what I say to the officer or to to. Well, the, I wouldn't even call him that. Yeah, you know, the douchebag douche yeah. who killed understand. George Floyd. Let's understand. Yeah. He's not an officer anymore. Yeah, you right. know, they fire. I've never seen. Um, 
swifter justice in my, my, not justice, swifter action in my profession with all four of them being released. There is, there is, and this is the very intricate thing, there is the, the rule of law mm-hmm. and there is the process. And the process can be slow at times for certain things. Of course. And have like, to I mean, understand look, look at what we've seen with Jeffrey well, Epstein and like, you know, and it, that's uh, the hey, problem. Jeffrey Epstein taught at Dalton when I went to Dalton. So. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He was a creep back then too, man. He, he, my, know, mom, he, my mom, my mom, you know, you know he complained to him about the. You know, the, he the lied PTA. on his resume and he of was course. kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. No, Jeffrey yeah. Dalton. Yeah, but we, you know, back then, I was just pissed because you know he was he was uh, talking to the girls that we had no game with. So did you ever you know, try? To yeah. Steal well, he was uh, money? he was also oh, like thirty yeah. years older than you. I was going to say, did you ever try to steal his lunch money? No, no, but I'd like to kick his ass now if he was still alive. Yeah, me too. Um, but, but that's but a, no, that's an example of how right. That's and that's an extreme example of the imbalance of power where someone who is a billion dollars can manipulate oh. the system and escape justice. But oh, wait, we got we, we we're, wait we're getting we're getting we're, 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 we're getting way ahead of our because okay, so that's a whole wait that's so a whole separate show. About. Hold on. Okay, let's the, get the, back wait, to it. Wait, the then. justice the if you're talking about you know a justice for the rich and or the or the the well to do. Or how it means, and the justice who don't. That's a whole. I mean, mm-hmm. if we can't, please don't start on okay, that now so because that's a separate show. Let's get and right stuff because let's, it's legit yeah, and yeah. stuff. But there, but there's ways to talk about that that I don't think apply. Okay, kind of to this in a way. Well, let's yeah. let's roll back yeah. and stay on topic and yeah. come back to um, the previous history yeah. of you know, let's say the Eric Garner situation. Yeah, uh, where you know, uh, or Rodney King or. Any, there's so many where uh, there has been no real consequence for the execution of African Americans in these situations that now, you know, and I think that it's important to note, it's not that. Well, there has been, wait, uh-huh. but, but there has been consequence. It's, it, but it's, it, what, what we're talking about is inefficient, inefficient. you know, right. consequence right. to, to, to the normal psyche. I don't mm-hmm. care what your training is or what your, what your race or anything else, yeah. your humanity, normal, you know, to, to humanity. But there are some things, and these are discussions we need to have because they're protections. And, and, and this is where we'll, we'll go back and it's again, like a long separate story, but I was for five years in, in personnel trying hire, hiring officers. I, I came into that unit in 2006. Uh, uh, the nation was fat, dumb, and happy. We were, we, you know, economy, everything else, booming, boo, boo, boo. Do you know how hard it was for me to get qualified officers? We had to go out and recruit. We had to give uh, or offer bonuses, bonuses, and make you them know, chase you because, on a truck so they'd run. Well, because the industry, private industry, was given um, uh, stock options. All these things are attractive and understandably for yeah. people, young people. You know, making their things. So well, there's also so, there's also, for example, um, you know, privatized security in Los Angeles. If you're if right. you're intelligent, you know, I mean, I was a bodyguard. I've worked for celebrities as a bodyguard. I've worked as a as a drug and alcohol counselor for as right. a bo- as you know for celebrities. Part of one job got the other, um, and it it pays substantially more. So you, it's going to be hard to convince someone who is, uh, you know, who who is is legally. Uh, allowed to have a, a concealed carry license and has gone through the steps of CPR and all the things that you have to do to qualify, but not get paid a thousand dollars a day. Right. Well, do you know what? Honestly, to me, the thing that, that in my experience, and this is from my my personal existence, you know, in in the profession and everything mm-hmm. from '89, you know, on, um, and '92 being you know Rodney King and 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 and, and OJ being you know it's really really seminal. Uh, mm-hmm. Parts is that you know a lot of people got scared. While they they want might want to be active now now 
I'm not, I was someone who, I wasn't, <laughs> I don't know, my parents are dead so I can say this. They didn't raise me to be a police officer, okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I don't mean to besmirch them in that way. But they, you know, with all due respect, I mean, the education or whatever. And my dad said to me, you know, and he, and, and he kind of meant it jokingly, but, you know, some too when I told him I was going to make this decision, you know, he's saying, well, well, there goes, uh, you know, $100,000 in college education. Because, yeah, mm. at the time you only need a, a, a college degree. Or, I'm sorry, a high school degree, mm. you know, and stuff. But, but um, because... But I think part of that was fear, you know, you know, his fear for me or any, and I fear for, I, now this would is you, way, way would you attribute one. your success yeah. as an officer yes. uh, to the education that was made available to you? Oh my God. My success as an officer is because my, my things that were made available to me in life and, and that I mean by the privilege, mm -hmm. uh, I'll be honest with you, you know, for the education or, or having this stuff. But also, you know, I, my dad wasn't involved with my life. And you know that, you know, mm -hmm. Tommy, we've talked about this and yeah, stuff. Yeah, my dad was a great provider and, and a good man, a World War II veteran. You know, he, you know, uh, but emotionally, he was not, you know, yeah. you know, that, that involved of, a good most man. Most of our generation. But my, yeah. So my mentors, my true mentors where I learned from stuff that was like the ah oh, or whatever, like, oh, okay. You know, the intuitive stuff that you mm -hmm. know as a human soul and as human being mm -hmm. that, you know, were my coaches. Yeah. My coaches, I had great coaches. I had some great teachers. They saved my life. I mean, period, when I was a teenager because I was headed down and, you know, people can do Take the path, me and Tommy yeah. took. Anger. Yeah, yeah. I was, no, we were anger. Course, I was yeah. anger. I didn't know how to, you know, I didn't know. I loved, I didn't know why, you know, why. <laughs> I was an athlete. I was, uh, that's what I was. My passion was my family was, was academic. Mm -hmm. So no one came to my games or whatever. And I resented that. I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I was captain of my, my football, you know, so I was doing well, but yet, and so was, I yeah, felt, I resented it. I, I, yeah. I, I felt hurt by it at first. Yeah. And then when I became teenager and when those hormones go, you know, and everybody, you know, that stuff changing me. Then I said, you know what? I said, fuck it. Fuck you. I said, that's the truth mm -hmm. is, you know, and I, there's, I, I'm so thankful that I got to have the relationship that I did with my my parents. But later I think on something that you said earlier about yeah. humanity, yeah. I feel like that has to be a huge reason why you had such a success as yes. a, as a police officer. Absolutely, because humanity came first. The way that this guy to take a life is not easy under any circumstance. No, yeah. the way that this guy casually kneeled on another human being's neck for nine minutes is crazy. It's not. It, it's yeah. not. I, I wouldn't. Even, I, I can't even. No, I'm not going to even give it crazy. It's incomprehensible, and I think that's yeah. what we're seeing out in. You know, uh, yes, is, is it influenced by the COVID and the people's, you know, <coughs> losing jobs? I mean, oh, hey, I got no coffin, no coffin. fucking gave it to me. Um, <coughs> oh, I'm just like, I get when I get excited, man, yeah, yeah. you know, and stuff. But, but it's true. <laughs> you know, there's so many factors that, that, that are, are part of this. But, but I, I can't, it, and I consider myself like somewhat edgy. Like I say, you know, yeah. I've been the best. Of, but, but I can't even put into words what that was. I don't know how, and, you know. This is where the other officers, you know, how his partners. How, Did he but, outrank them? Yes. You yeah, know, this is what, wait, I don't know about rank. I can't say to that. So, yeah, the, but he had 19 years. I'm going to guess looking. Yeah. This right. is just from a visual to like me. And he and the other people, guy. I'm going off the video. That go. And that, that is a factor. It is yeah. where. And so that's you know, why no I, one, they, I, no, none of the other officers. You're not going to No, 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 no. Let's not say that's why no one. I'm not going to 
to make that that an excuse. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it influences. And I'll tell you this. I learned this as a lieutenant. When mm-hmm. I became a lieutenant, a lieutenant doesn't go out in the field, really. Mm-hmm. They go out after, you know, to after a command post happened, or right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's their duty. You yeah. know, they're watch commander of the station. At least at Santa Monica. Again, I well, can't. Without argue. a leader, you fall. Anything. So that's why you keep the leader. Well, in the and, and you have mm-hmm. to, your responsibility is to notify all the appropriate personnel in an exigent circumstance and everything else. Okay. But I used to, because I love being on the street. Mm-hmm. And I was on the street for the most of my career, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's and, why I stopped. But that's but, what made you a great lieutenant. When I was in the well, military, well, no, not, lieutenants not, that came from college right. didn't know shit. Right. Ones yeah. that were enlisted and then right. took the test and became a lieutenant, those are the guys that know what it's like to dig a fucking trench. Well, that's trench. what fragging was all about and kind yeah. of in a way, you know, but, you know, I mean, I, I'm so, not condoning. But wait, I just want to finish that um, That I I used to go out because lieutenant is, is predominantly administrative, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff and oversight, you know, but I didn't like sitting still. I didn't yeah, like yeah. sitting in the seat. So I'd go out in my car. I had a, you know, and I'd, I'd back up on calls and uh, I like sometimes to relieve my troops thinking I'm a good Lieutenant, mm-hmm. right? You know, my watch and stuff where there's a call that's been pending something that where the like, oh, okay, uh, someone yelling in the street and it's two hours old, you know, you mm-hmm. still have to clear the call. So I'd go out and, and clear it. Well, my sergeants talk to me and they're right. They're right. You know, people, the other officers, because of the, the norm, what, why is a lieutenant rolling out in the field? What's up? Oh, shit. Are we in trouble? You know, and stuff. Lieutenants don't go out. Yeah. It's that, but yeah. that's the perception. But I'm like, hey, but right, this right. is me. But this is, you. And, and Tommy, you know me. You know, yeah. you know, this is me. I'm saying, yeah, but it's me. I'm Heine. Right. You yeah, know, these yeah. guys know me. They know me because I, as an officer, they know me as a sergeant. They know what yeah, I'm about. Because yeah. otherwise no. it's like, oh, shit. And, and, and my shirt. sergeant, Sal Lucio, gave me the greatest lesson for me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and at the same time, my worst day yeah. as a law enforcement officer, because I realized I, this is the end of my kind of career for me in my right. passion, what I love. He said, he looked at the bars on my thing. He said, ah, the bars, man, that's what they see. And you know what? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the brass. Oh. and he goes, hey, man, mm-hmm. remember when you started? Remember when you heard LT going out in the field? You know, how did it make you feel? Whether it was your favorite LT or, oh, shit. or what? It's like, yeah, oh, shit, everybody's, something's up. Everybody's tight. It's just the protocol. Well. That's the paramilitary, you know, some of the stuff yeah, were yeah. these things. But 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 it's true. He was right. Yeah. He was right. right. And yeah. I was making them uncomfortable. But when I showed up in the scene, they would defer to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because they're like, okay, the lieutenant's here, the, the top, you know, whatever, the notice box. And people, the um, when I say the audience, the public, right? Mm-hmm. Because they see that. Everyone knows what those means. You know, mm-hmm. the start stripes. on. They come up to that guy and talk to you. No, I don't want to talk to the officer. I want to talk to the boss. Yeah, You yeah. know, and so I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was interfering with their work. So I had to, you know. Fall back. And I had to. We talked so about that, it, though. We so, talked about so the, it that, as a unit. That power structure as, as, as having seniority yeah. affected yes. the other officer's ability so. to, to step in. Uh, I believe it ex- f- affected not their ability. They always had the ability. Okay. In fact, everyone who owns the badge has the ability. That's why they're given that badge. They're trained for that ability. It affected you, their judgment and their judgment in so stepping. Another up. question that I have for you that you yeah. can specifically answer, which I find peculiar yeah. in the in the video where um, George Floyd is murdered. Yeah, the ambulance pulls up. There are no EMTs. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, there are police officers that respond, and they put him on a gurney, and they're um, they look like state troopers. They're in the beige tops, 
and they have firearms. Okay. They're they're right. obviously officers, and they put them put him into uh, an ambulance and take him away. And I don't he know is, anything no about one that. attempts to resuscitate him. Uh, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, just to, for just so you know, the only thing I saw, the only I've seen two videos. Mm-hmm. I saw a video from on one side of the car where you can kind of only just see that one officer was charged with murder. Yeah, don't. Yeah. I'm sorry, he was an officer at the time, and, and you know what? But the, yeah, the yeah. person who was charged with murder, um, and uh, and then then subsequently, I saw another video from kind of the other side where you see all four officers, one officer kind of standing directing whatever and three officers on the guy including yeah, the yeah. guy who's charged with murder and yeah. two others who i don't know who they are yeah are they all white or well, of check, pale complexion check, yeah check, look, we got video. we got about five minutes yeah, left sorry. Yeah, we're so, gonna have to do two of these where, where, uh, man, I, love, wait, look, man, I could talk back. about I, this forever because it's important i mean in my neighborhood alone i'm in you know the melrose la brea fairfax it's a fucking disaster right now yeah. and like where do we go where do we go from here well i think for people who are i think for the people who are peacefully protesting, I think it's important that you um, become vigilant and everyone has a phone. The people who are causing the destruction, they need to be filmed because they're not part of the cause. My buddy lives off Melrose. The entire, you know, his entire block was destroyed. There was a car burnt in front of his home. He picked up a piece of paper off the floor, which was organized instructions, Antifa instructions, Right. For the these organized people who are escalating the protest into On violence purpose. because they these people are anarchists and they're they are they are communists. I don't think they're escalating the protest. They're taking it hostage. Well, yeah, they're, they're taking it literally hostage. Well, they're after they're the hijacking it. Where yeah. the people and the people that are rightfully protesting. Mm-hmm. You know what I loved? I mean, I love. I shouldn't say this. Whatever, but I love seeing. Like early on in the protest, there mm-hmm. were fa- I saw I saw uh, what what I attribute to be families. I saw some kids. Mm-hmm. This is during the day, you know, and stuff. Yeah, and and stuff too, which is great. You know, educate your kids about your rights as American. Mm-hmm. You know everything else, but but it's but become then, dangerous end, now. Was, how how far? their kids have been maced, right? And it's because well, no, these... they weren't at the early part. You know, I mean, we have to. Well, I we saw have the... to respect that there was peaceful. But, Pro, but people, protesting. but we, but what Black needs, Lives Matter came out and they were, they, I mean, you know, people want to say like sometimes they get a, a you know, a bad rap. Of me, well, it's because but, they're being infiltrated right, that's by these saying. other exterior. Right. They came uh, out and did a good job. Yeah. They literally did in yeah. the beginning, but even because them, of these, te- wait, wait, these guys important. that are doing the anarchy okay. shit and everything that's happening, yeah. it's taking complete, we're, we're losing okay. focus of what the protest was for. So oh, how yeah, close yeah. are we to martial and, law and the National Guard well, coming out here? And, we're, and already there's, at, there's, we're already at martial law. Yeah, we're at martial we have, law. We have the curfew. Know, the, yeah. Well, the, yeah. I mean, what I consider enough to be martial law is we have the curfew and we have the National Guard. Yeah. So, I mean, we're Has in the God been deployed? Yeah, they're here. They're here. And so, you know, that we've been it's declared like a state. Syria. Yeah, we've been declared declared in a state of emergency, and we it's are. people have to pay attention. Listen, if you're going to protest, it's your it's right. it's you know please. as as an African American man, please do not allow these people. There are there are white people who are spray painting Black Lives Matters and smashing windows right. and doing all this stuff, and they're escalating right. a peaceful protest. And there are also young people who are taking this opportunity as free, like to to you Tommy, know criminalization. Should, should, should white people be out protesting with black people? Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Everybody, 
it, this is a Absolutely. this is a yellow people, this is gray issue. people. Yeah, this is an American issue. It's a power issue. Cops, right? cops well, should a, be out. Cop, yeah. Off-duty cops. Well, I should th- be out protesting. I mean, well, peacefully. if you see in Flint, Michigan, the sheriff's department, they showed up to the, they came yeah. to the protest and they said, "How can we help?" Right. And they marched with the people, Absolutely. and it was peaceful. The same thing happened in Miami. They prayed. The the police all took a knee and they prayed. Yeah. This They're, is the change that we need to absolutely. forge in within our communities. We it's need a, to it's the people. Everybody needs to come together. But no when there are large groups of people and there are small groups within that those groups that want to yeah. cause chaos and anarchy, they are going to do it. So it's it's our responsibility right. if we're going to protest well, to put to identify these individuals right. who are the criminality. Well, and they're not yeah. we should not and at any entertainment level. Uh, any any anybody in the industry, the music industry, the the film industry, we are not the, the, this. There is Don't no justification. It. There is no. I I am black. I have been a victim of racism. Right. I have been a survivor of racism, right. uh, and I'm not condoning destruction of right. public property, destruction of private property, violence, violence <sighs> against police officers, violence against white people. You. There's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference between between stating that there needs to be change, and you can't go and hate white supremacists if you're going to be a black supremacist. Right. And you also have to pay attention. There are white supremacists, supremacists right. who want to see you vilified right. and villainized, mm-hmm. and they're going to assimilate into the, your into your outrage and they're the ones who are going to destroy property to make the black community look like quote unquote thugs yeah and we have to stop them from being allowed to insert themselves and hijacking a peaceful protest and one of the things i think that really and you you hit on in the beginning of what you started with the entertainment industry or whatever obviously look we're in hollywood yeah i mean i came in here in hollywood as an actor Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought I was going to make it as a police officer. Well, I did and in a different capacity as a police officer, a real one. Yeah. But, you know, this is the thing. Is, you know what? You could speak your mind and stuff, and I, I love that. I mean, I love that's what I love about this country. That's what I love that we have a little right to. But you know what? You really want to help? Come down. Come yeah, to that protest. Up. Stay there. Just Be show there. Up. Be there. Put yourself Don't post in a the, picture. Put, right. It just – because – Anyone can do that, and and you have a platform. Mm-hmm. People look at you. I mean, I'm I've been educated, you, you know, and maybe maybe I should be ashamed to say no. this. No, wait, this maybe I no wait. Hold on, maybe I should be ashamed to say this. I've been educated in this protest because F12. I was like, I was looking at some of these things that people are spray. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that means. Fuck well, twelve. Well, right. I didn't know what that means because I don't know the music of today. I'm you a gotta get a twenty one savage record. Well, but but I'm thinking Adam. You know what? No, but I had to look yeah, to yeah. find out. But but so to understand, you know, it's about understanding what's going on. What right. the mean? What 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 we're really talking about here? You know, and let's. Let's talk. Let's not fight. Yeah. Let's talk. Yes. Well, look. We, we can be angry. Let's we, all be we, angry. We got to wrap up. But the bottom yeah. line is all we right. just had a lieutenant. A retired former, lieutenant. A retired lieutenant. A retired, former white supremacist lieutenant. that fucking facilitates breath work and helps people with trauma. That wasn't the lieutenant. That's a it. Half, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. half black, <laughs> half true. white kid from Brooklyn. And no. we all just came in here and sat down to talk about what's going on. Like yeah. love Peace, and tolerance. with love and tolerance. And the same this solution oriented conversations and it's going to get heated and it's okay. Don't hurt each other. Don't hate each other. Insults are not going to work. We have to, we have to start becoming more conscious of what's going on in a, in a way 
at a frequency that will support change. And right. that means keeping people accountable on every side. Right. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Lieutenant Steve Heineman, Heine. Citizen Steve. Heine. Heine. Citizen Steve. Thank Citizen you. Steve. Thank you so much for coming down. Thank yeah, you, guys. Uh, Thank you, man. Appreciate Dude. it. Much love to my uh, co-host, Tommy Vexed. Um, yeah. We'll be back. Uh, this is episode one, and we're rolling out, so stick around. Uh, subscribe. Hit that like button. And uh, we'll be coming. We're coming at you, guys. We're not going anywhere. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Stay safe. Hey, man. Love you. All right. Thanks, Steve.